Brady and Rogers and Purdy. Oh my. Stone Lebanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go. You are listening to Ken Levick Alive. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 1063. It is Tuesday after the NFL Conference Championship Games, and you know what that means. Now begins a week and a half of speculation about everything in the NFL before the big game. You want your Pro Bowl this weekend? It'll have it. Nobody cares about it. We're driving golf balls and Tyler Huntley's in it. So we got to talk about something else. The Super Bowl, it's too early to focus on the Super Bowl. You love your football. So fine, we're going to give it to you. And we're going to speculate so hard. We're going to speculate the hell out of you over the next week and a half. You want quarterback speculation? It's right here for you. Tom Brady to San Francisco, Aaron Rodgers to San Francisco. Maybe Aaron Rodgers is going to the Jets. Who's going to be to his backup? Daniel Jones. Are the Giants going to re-sign him? I don't know. I don't know, but you know what we're going to do? We're going to speculate about it, damn it. It's the speculation before the Super Bowl. I just made that up. Like it? Good. Ken Levick alive on a Tuesday here on ESPN 106.3. Free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. And at John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the sunny and comfortable Intracoastal. Still in the Banowitz, Friday Night Lights, Radio Life Partner, runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. And still marinating in his yeah. victory, fresh off of... Just months ago, becoming a Kansas City Chiefs fan, he has reached the peak, the ultimate pinnacle. They are headed to the Super Bowl. They are the AFC champions. Because he grew up in Kansas, he's a Chiefs fan, and he is (laughs) having that decision pay dividends. It is Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Congratulations, long-suffering. I feel great for you. Honestly, man, it's it's kind of what we do this for, right? Like That's what brings a smile to my face on a day-to-day basis is like, all of that hard work, <laughs> the grind, uh-huh. the tears, uh-huh. the sweat, uh-huh. the blood even. And now we get to this point where one went away from a Super Bowl championship. Um, and honestly, I, I, I couldn't be happier right the now. The man has been in it for the long haul. It ain't done, though. If the long haul was a walk around the corner to get a gallon of milk, <laughs> Theo's been in it for the long Job's haul. Job's not finished, though. You know what's also interesting? When you were in your fan-free agency, one of the teams that was also in there was the Philadelphia yeah. Eagles. Yeah. So you're a little turn torn I, because you were also in support of Jalen Hurts. So here, here we are now. That's the thing, too, man. You know, Jalen Hurts from Houston, Texas. Like, his story is so great. It's such a story of perseverance, uh-huh. a story of a guy never saying no. And um, to see Jalen Hurts be up there and to be the the guy that Mahomes well, has to there get there was through. another story of a guy never saying no <laughs> out of Houston. Oh no, no, that's no, a that's different a, guy. That's a different quarterback. H Town. That's a, no, that's, no, no, that's no. a different guy. He's been excommunicated. Yeah. We have made sure to uh, to to discontinue all. No, uh, is not in that man's vocabulary. <laughs> Sadly, it isn't. Uh-uh. Sadly, it isn't. And he will. Uh, Hopefully he'll have to pay for that. Uh-huh. I guess he did somehow yes, uh, through I suppose. financially, yeah. um, but he's still playing football. But Jalen Hurts is a fantastic Jalen Hurts is a great story. He's actually from the city of Houston. He wasn't brought in. He, you know, that other guy's like from Georgia or something by way of Clemson. We don't really speak of him anymore. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is this. I knew how to pick him at the beginning of the season, right? 
So if I was sitting here with the hats in front of y'all and I told y'all, because I, I could have told y'all the Panthers are not making the playoffs, kick them to the curb. Mm-hmm. I could Bold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and also, the three choices I had were the Dolphins, mm-hmm. the Eagles, mm-hmm. and the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I knew the Eagles and Chiefs would be there at the last moment. I knew that. But the Dolphins was like more of a hometown thing. I just bought a home here. Yeah. I'm on a show with two Dolphins fans. I was feeling the love. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day... Chiefs Kingdom was always calling my name. It was always calling your name. You know what's going to happen? He's setting himself up for when the Chiefs lose. He'll say, oh, well, Jalen Hurts won it, so I feel good. Because that's 100%. That's the approach that Theo Dorsey takes. I'm not. I'm I'm locked in. I'm a Chiefs fan. Mahomes is on the race for eight. All right? And in in order to get eight, you got to get to number two. Uh All right? You can't skip. (laughs) So this is, we're all in this year. Oh, God. All right. Uh, so, so Kansas City's quarterback situation, we know that. Um, uh, it, it's set in stone for the next decade. Uh, Jalen Hurts, that looks pretty set in stone for the next decade. Seems like, though, the rest of the NFL, the quarterback position is just up for grabs. All over the place. Who's going to be where? Who's going to stay where? Who's going to get a deal? Mm -hmm. Who's going to be the starter next year? I mean, I look up, and again, this is speculation before the Super Bowl. Day one here on Ken LeVick Alive on ESPN 106.3. It is day one of speculation before the Super Bowl. Day one of nine speculation before the Super Bowl. We speculate about something different every day. Here on Ken Levick Alive. All right. Was yesterday. So this is day one. This is day one because like, that was reaction. That react. was championship game okay. reaction Monday. I should have pulled up for that one because I still got a bone to pick. Maybe we can discuss that yeah, later. Yeah, we'll discuss that later. Yeah. You should have pulled up for it. I agree with you, but yeah. you decided to take an off. <laughs> so um, uh, I, I I look at SportsCenter today. I get into the office. I had a couple of meetings this morning. I get into the Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. I look up and I see Tom. Uh, it, it, was, it, was, it was first take. And the cryon reads, Tom Brady to SF, question mark. And I'm telling you, folks, this is what you're going to get every day until they play the game. This is what you're going to get every day, especially considering Tom Brady has gone into hiding. Tom Brady, he's not going to give a timeline. Tom Brady, who said the media forced him into retirement, a fake retirement, that, that, that brutal media who forced uh, an eight-time Super Bowl champion into retirement, that big bully media, when, when Tom Brady last week was on his podcast, what is the name of this podcast? Let's go. Let's go with Tom Brady Here speaking with Jim Gray. Tom Brady, very forceful. I am not giving you a date in which I'm making a decision by. Tom, you're leaving everybody guessing. Uh, you said you'll take your time. Do you have any type of a timetable as to what you might want to do uh, regarding your football career? Jim, if I knew what I was going to fucking do, I'd have already fucking done it. Okay? I'm taking it a day at a time. I sense you're antagonized by the question. <laughs> you're scratchy. It's only the question scratchy. that everybody wants to hear. You're scratchy. I appreciate your asking. Thank you. I could. Ah, the chemistry between those two. So yeah. Tom Brady, bleep off, Theo. He's not giving you a timeline. Ooh. He'll do it when he's bleeping ready, okay? He'll do it when he's bleeping ready. He's not going to let the media force him into retirement this year. I always cringe at the forced F words by a lot of these athletes. That yeah. was really forced, He right? didn't have to throw the second one in there. Right, you're just doing it to You look know cool. what? That's a good call. It's yeah. so weird. Like, Tom Brady's so intense, but even when he did that, like, who's the mother bleeper? 
It's so weird hearing him say the F word. For whatever yeah. reason, the way it comes out of his mouth is so like pursed and like overly white. He's like, yeah, bleeper. He says it like a Karen. Yes. He says it like a Karen yeah. who's forcing it because she's mad uh, at, at Joanne's fabrics over something that uh, she couldn't use a coupon for. Like, that's what Tom Brady sounds like using the F word. And his trademark is LFG. Like, it's his thing. Let's yeah. bleep and go. But it is so forced. Those two F words right there were like trying to look, he's forcing a, a, like a depiction that he's mad about. Yeah. The, as if he didn't know the question was coming. Jim, I'll tell you when I'm going to retire <laughs> when I'm bleeping ready. How many times did he practice that in the mirror before? Bleeping. Bleep. <laughs> I, I just, it, it's going to be, as long as, as Tom Brady remains radio silent and Aaron Rodgers remains radio silent, it's just going to be non-stop speculation. I yeah. mean, listen to this. Adam Schefter was on the Pat McAfee show yesterday, and they got to talking about Aaron Rodgers. And McAfee is really the only place that Aaron Rodgers feels comfortable going on. And Aaron Rodgers uh, will, will not even tell Pat McAfee. Will not even tell Pat McAfee what he's doing, where he's going, if there's going to be a timeline. Do we have Adam Schefter here, Stone, on Pat McAfee? Yeah, so we have him discussing whether he's going to land in the AFC or the NFC or, you know, how teams should handle it. Yeah, so so let's um, let, let's first, the, the speculation about where Aaron Rodgers could land via Adam Schefter, and I want you to count how many teams come up here. I said that I believe, and there are reasons I believe, that it would make the most sense for them to trade him in the AFC. That would be the more likely path if that's what both sides decide. And I still believe that. So if we go through and look at the teams in the AFC, what would be potential landing spots for Aaron Rodgers? Raiders, Colts, one, Jets. Two, one, two. And I'd say, and I'll three. throw another one in there. Where's he building a home? Well, he has raw, raw land, land in Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> He does. Titans, four. I mean, in that clip, that was just over 30 seconds. Four teams that could be landing spots for Aaron Rodgers. Four spots that could be landing spots for Aaron Rodgers. And then, yesterday. That's happening, by the way. The Titans. Hey, he's got a home. Well, How can you rule well, out the, oh, it's, spec, it's day one of speculation to, to the Super Bowl. To throw to who? Traylon Burks? This is where we speculate. How dare you? How dare you try and rule that out when we're speculating here, uh, Theo? I'm sorry. I'm you sorry. are not living up to the ideals of speculation to the Super Bowl. I'm just trying to help out Titans fans everywhere. I know all five of them here in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, they might have got a little excited. So, so then I'll help them out if they're getting excited, right? A defensive-minded coach, right? You have a team that's no, been to the playoffs but most fine. recently. Let's speculate. Aaron let's, but let's speculate. Maybe coach. Aaron Rodgers isn't, but who did the Titans coach play with when he was in the NFL as a pro player? Dun, dun, dun. Tom Brady. Maybe Tom Brady wants to go to Tennessee. Maybe Tom Brady. No, 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 but let's speculate further. Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan, spotlight's on you. Get up. Earlier today, uh, Rex Ryan, listen to this. Rex Ryan, he believes in speculation to the Super Bowl. He, unlike Theo, he prays to the altar of speculation to the Super Bowl. Rex, take it away. I'm telling you, watch the the Washington Commanders. Holy hell! Looked at well because here's why. I know, but here's why. Randy, this is why I say it could happen. There's a strong possibility that there's going to be a change in ownership. All right, and when that happens, oh, tell me more. these owners aren't tied in nope. to that coach. And and to me, I can see a Sean Payton, Tom Brady. We talk about Miami. 
Well, it wasn't just the Miami contact and Brady. It was the Sean Payton. It was going to be that marriage of those two. So I could possibly see that down they, the road. I mean, if, if he doesn't sign with the Raiders immediately, well, I could see this as a possibility. When you're but talking the Raiders, new ownership. The Raiders come in right at the end oh, of that yeah. under the wire. I tell you what. You know what Rex Ryan's doing, Stone? You know what he's doing right there? He's spitting specs. Ooh! That's what you do in speculation of the Super Bowl. We just spit specs. And it's Rex all, Ryan believes. It's also what you do when you're a fired head coach, right? You got nothing else to do except <laughs> spit some specs. Oh, is Rex Ryan specs, still a baby? fired head coach? That's I mean, messed up. I think so, it's right? like 10 years. He's still, he's still got to carry that tag. Yeah, he does. How long does that tag last? Yeah, That's a like, great call. Like, at what Rex point Ryan. can you shed the fired coach tag? I don't know. <laughs> he's like... He's like living his life 20 years from now. It's like, oh, is that Rex Ryan, the fired head coach? It's like, whoa, whoa, guys. Oh, then how are we going to treat guys like Dan Orlovsky or even Hasselback, who's trying right there? So they're like fired quarterbacks or bad, dumped-off quarterbacks. I mean, do we we address Mike Tannenbaum when he comes on the show as fired Jets GM or fired Dolphins VP of football operations? I think that's worth a discussion. Well, with some of his takes lately, I think. <laughs> no, come on, come on! That's he my can't. Dog. He can't be here to defend himself. I know, I know, I know. Big, Save big that for when team. he jumps on and then I say it to his 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 telephone face. Yeah. Um, but but Rex Ryan spitting specs. I mean, uh, listen to that. We had we had in in two clips six teams brought up for Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady's landing spots combined. How hot is that? That's what we live for, guys. No Dolphins takes yet either. I'm waiting for you to play that clip. Well, the Dolphins did. They did come up. They did come up in that conversation because last year we were spitting specs about whether the Dolphins were going to replace Tua. But now the question remains. Let me throw you something out there for you. Let's play this game. Tua, sure, he's going to be back as the starter next year, but can he play all 17 games? Probably not. Hasn't done it yet. Uh, he's got a little fragile head. Things are problematic for him from that standpoint. It's an issue. So who's going to come in as the backup, the dependable backup this year? Mm. Um, was Teddy a dependable backup? I'd say no. Do you trust Skylar Thompson to be a dependable backup? Eh, no, probably not. Can you go get Jimmy G, someone who's familiar with Mike McDaniel? Can you get Jimmy G? Or... Is he going to be in the running for the starting job yeah, with the 49ers? The What's going to happen here? How are we going to? This is what I'm saying. This offseason is ripe for the speculation. Yeah. I mean, speculation of the Super Bowl is getting off to a huge start because this offseason, the quarterback carousel is going to be massive. It is going to be gigantic. And I, I want to declare what our must watch quarterback situation which team is going to have the most must watch quarterback saga in the this offseason this year because we're going to be talking about it a lot so we might as well get a head start on it and I honestly think every I think everything begins once Green Bay figures out what it's doing the must watch quarterback situation exists at Lambeau in Green Bay, do you trade Rodgers? Do you get value back? Do you start the Jordan Love era? Do you keep Rodgers off of a very lackluster season? But he did tease you. He teased you with a late winning streak and, and, and came just short of the finish line of a playoff appearance. Do you stick with him one more year? The Aaron Rodgers experience, do you go with him one more year? Do you say, hey, you, Matt LaFleur, Get in a room. Let's figure it out. We're going we're gonna to reinforce some weapons for you, and we're going to be in good shape here, and we're going to try and challenge the Vikings for the NFC North. Or, huh. or do the Packers make a deal with the Niners? Do the Packers make a deal with... Uh, I mean, Shefty's not done yet. He talks about these New York Jets. 
the, the New York Jets, Nathaniel Hackett. Mm. Nathaniel Hackett. Shefty, Shefty, get in on more of this speculation of the Super Bowl. Spit some specs, Shefty. You know, you, you sound a little bit like all the Jets fans uh, that surround me that text my phone all the time asking, are we getting Rodgers? Are we getting Rodgers? Are we getting... That is a question that I answer all the time. Here's what I would say to that, I think. I, I, I do think that the idea of this trade is a real possibility. Um, the man is that punditry? Hey, hey, is that punditry or because anytime you give an opinion, this is how we have to view it as the rest of the world. Schefter knows everybody. Yep. Yes. So when Schefter gives an opinion, it, whether it's a source like, hey, breaking sources tell me, or if you're giving an opinion, which you're great at, by the way, I think you do great. Uh, man, I is think that, that McAfee well. just kissing should, up to Schefter? Yes, it is. And I'm what? a little worried that he's about to throw an f bomb around there. But yeah, <laughs> right, I mean, Schefter does talk about the real possibility <laughs> of Rogers teaming up with that Jet squad. In true Ken Levicka live fashion, Stone didn't listen through the chat <laughs> before uh, <laughs> we played it. He heard Pat talking a little too much. He said, "Hold yeah. on, I don't know." But you know what? That's <laughs> that. The, it fits perfectly. With speculation of the Super Bowl, because you know what it is? Spitting specs is reckless. Mm. <laughs> it is. We live dangerously here in the, the two weeks before the Super Bowl starts because we're just spitting specs. So, what quarterback situation is the most must watch this offseason? I say Green Bay, because I honestly think that it's going to be a domino effect as soon mm. as the Packers decide what they're doing with Aaron Rodgers, then everything is going to start moving and moving quickly, quickly, what is the most must-watch, which team, which team will have the most must-watch quarterback situation this offseason? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, tweeted us at KLV1063, that's 888-760-3776, the team that presents the most must-watch quarterback saga this offseason is is whom? 888-760-3776. Theo, team me. Spit a spec here. Come on, man. What and team are you feeling here? What quarterback saga has your juices flowing? It's tough, too, because while everybody else is in off-season mode, I'm still locked in on the Super Bowl conversation. But but because you guys are my family, I'll spit some specs with y'all right. in the midst of the Super Bowl run that my Chiefs are on. And I'm going to stay in the division and say the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, I know that it's not the sexiest pick because who really cares where Derek Carr goes next? Who really cares who trots into Vegas and plays with that team that seems to not be able to get out of its own way? But if you think about it, on this market, when you're talking about all of these lists of quarterback watches for the Packers, it's pretty plain and simple for them. They're likely going to trade Rodgers mm -hmm. and start Jordan Love. Like, I think it's that cut and dry with what they have going on. Even for the Bucks, if they let Tom Brady walk – they're likely going to go into a season with a mid-tier quarterback or a no-name quarterback and see what happens. The Raiders are clear buyers and clear sellers. They have to figure out if they're going to be able to trade Derek Carr before that February 15th deadline where all that guaranteed money kicks no. in. So if they can't squeeze out a last-minute trade deal, they can't sucker a team into trading for Derek Carr, they're going to cut him, which is a big quarterback move, cutting your former franchise quarterback. And does he become the Dolphins' backup? Ooh. How about that for speculation? I would like Stone? that. How I would you like feel that. about that? I'm not feeling good at all. I don't think Derek Carr wants to be a backup, especially to a 25-year-old injury-prone. Derek Carr might not have a choice. They're both very Christian. They'd be brothers in that locker room. Wow. Oh, man, there would be Brilliant. so much prayer. For real. Think oh. about that. And if who who better than Derek Carr? He's a great teammate, a great supporter of other guys and all of that. Like, 
And he knows he'll get at least four or five starts with Tua. The Bible brothers. <laughs> that is, that works. I mean, it works. <laughs> the Bible brothers. The Bible yes. bros. I think Derek Carr is a starting quarterback. But also. I truly believe he's a starting he, quarterback. He I mean, there are well, teams down there. He is. Like Carolina. <laughs> I mean, there are teams all over the board that are, you know, worthy of bringing in Derek and Or starting do the Jets him. decide to go with him as a cheaper option instead of uh, trading for Rodgers? Well, the thing is, you can just sign him. I'm getting hot. The thing about Derek Carr is somebody he's going to start somewhere next year because you can just get him after the Raiders cut him. I mean, let's just throw the Colts in there for Derek Carr. Right? Oh, no, no, is... no, 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 yes. no, no. Well, no. you have to, right? This is no, the you, land of the old washed-up quarterbacks. Bring him on in. He's 32 hey, now. Is Derek Carr building a home in Nashville? Because let's speculate there. We could. If the Indianapolis Colts make this mistake again. For the fourth time. For the fourth time, I think their their franchise Wait, should be taken Phillip away. Was Philip Rivers a mistake? I mean, I think ultimately yes. He went to the playoffs. That's with fine. Them. It was a mistake because it didn't it didn't work. They were going, it was Super Bowl when you bring in a guy like Philip Rivers. No offense with to Jacoby Brissett, ready team, but he wasn't Philip Rivers. We've talked about that a, division mistake, before. Though. We've talked about that division. It didn't work out. If you bring in the old veteran quarterback <laughs> with a quote unquote championship ready roster, it's Super Bowl or bust. At least make the Super Bowl. Getting bounced on the first round is not – that's a failed mission. I think Derek Carr would love the upgrade, though, from Josh Jacobs to Jonathan Taylor. Like, I mean, the the, the pieces are there, right? What? I mean, I know we've said it every day with these Colts, no. but the pieces are no, there, no, baby. No, 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 Bring no. in Derek. I can't believe this. If the Colts do it again, I think that – Jim Irsay, I, I think the franchise should be taken away from them. <laughs> or they should be relegated if they make the same mistake again. <laughs> relegated to the Big Ten. Um, <laughs> so, so, Theo says – my must-watch team with their quarterback situation this offseason is Vegas because what are they going to do with their car? Will they find a trade partner? If not, they're going to release him. Who comes in? And you got Devontae Adams, Darren Waller. You have a quarterback coach in Josh McDaniels, an offensive-minded guy. So it's a hot buyer and a hot seller. It's got best of both worlds. Which team's quarterback situation is most must-watch this offseason? I'm going with Green Bay. I think the domino effect starts right there at Lambeau. What happens with Rodgers, whether he stays or goes, is going to set everything else into motion. And, oh, yeah, we're talking about a first ballot Hall of Famer potentially available as a rental with his former OC that he loves dearly, apparently, who couldn't head coach with a lick, but he's now the offensive coordinator with the New York Jets who conventional wisdom tells you they're a quarterback away. But does he fit there? That's what I'm saying. It all starts with Green Bay. Mm. Vegas. Theo says, nope, look at Vegas. Look at Vegas. Who's going to come in? What are they going to be able to do? Derek Carr, can you get something in return for him? What happens after Derek Carr becomes available? There's a cornucopia of possibilities. Which team's quarterback situation is the most must-watch this offseason? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us at KLV1063. This is day one of speculation to the Super Bowl. And damn it, it feels great. It feels so, so good. We have finally gotten here. Let's start in Boynton with Joe. Joe, spit some specs at us, brother. Let me ask you a question. Um, NFL cares about their players, right? Yeah, that's what they say. Vince. Okay, then they, they should force two out because he, with his medical conditions, he, he's one hit away from a, a casket. Uh, that is reckless medical speculation, but it's noted. Hey, what we said, we're reckless. We're living dangerously in the speculation of the Super right. Bowl. We're, we're, we're living dangerous right now. And then also, also, I think that 
that uh, Roger's going to end up hooking up back with his boy Adams. Oh, you think he's going to Vegas? Aaron Rodgers is headed to the Strip. Appreciate you, Joe. It's going to be one of those days, isn't it? Yeah. It's feeling like it's going to be one of those days. If that's any indication, we've already said, hey, two is going to die. If that first call is any indication, (laughs) kiddos, strap it down. We're for one of those days here on the old noon show on ESPN 106.3. 20 minutes in, and we get... uh, Two is headed for a casket. Two, a one hit away from the casket. If you think about it, if you think about it, aren't we all headed for a casket one day? Yeah, I was was just about to say, we're all going to hit the casket at some point. But also, if we have we not learned anything from the past four or five weeks of the NFL is that any player, any given day, is one hit away from a casket. It's true. So yeah, he's technically right. It just was oddly specific on your guy. Now to to be serious for a moment. Oh, okay. Uh, there are a multitude of neurologists who have been interviewed over the last couple of weeks by multiple different sources who say that, hey, if Tua takes enough rest, then he will not have suffered any sort of permanent damage and he will be able to have a full bill of health and be able to play next season just fine. Okay? Yeah. So I just want to make sure that's out there before we start putting Tua six feet under. Okay? It's a bit macabre for my liking on what's supposed to be a fun speculation of the Super Bowl. Well done. Way to reel us back. It's nice. I do want him to protect himself a little better next year. Well, he's learning how to fall. Yeah. Because he's... The Dolphins are coaching him how to fall For real, though. It's a huge deal. Yes, it is. I mean, it's part of, like... I mean, it's a bad crossover analogy, but, like, Derrick Rose's demise is, like, all of that torque that he was putting on his knees, jumping and landing, like, eventually... You have to learn how to fall in basketball and and in football, apparently. You know who's never had a problem? Learning how to fall in basketball, LeBron James. Hey, don't do that. Don't do that. What a crybaby. Okay, we'll get to day. LeBron later. <laughs> I got fooled. Oh, oh, he touched my arm. Well, the refs are losing sleep. That was a quote that they yeah. used. So obviously they feel some type NBA of officials said it was gut-wrenching, the call that they missed, where there were probably 135 harder calls yeah. that weren't made in the NBA over the weekend. But, hey, throw your tantrum, LeBron, you baby. Big homie on Ken LeVica Live. What's up, homie? What's going on, y'all boys? How y'all doing today? Good, brother. Great. That's good. That's good. So I'm going to give y'all three. The first is going to be who's going to be the 49ers quarterback, because I know they're still looking for body parts out there on the field. (laughs) The second is going to be Jalen Hurst's influence after he wins the Super Bowl this year and gets paid. How much is Lamar, Burrow, and Herbert going to get? And number three – Who's the chief starting quarterback going to be at the beginning of next season while he's recovering? Because if one leg Larry thinks he's going to get it done, get <laughs> the best front seven in the league, it's going to be a long day in Kansas City in two weeks. Hey. Long day. <laughs> I was... Eagles fly. Theo, you're a bandwagon fan. You're a Panthers fan, mm. Theo. Stop hey, talk to him. Hey, talk to you're him. Not, what you're not going to do is get disrespectful I'll on the hill. Hey. Oh, the Chiefs. Super Bowl. I'm a Chiefs fan now. <laughs> what? I, I caught this preseason. Hey, what you're not going to do is what get I call, disrespectful I call on the preseason, hills. I call Eagles preseason, baby. Yeah, that's true. Out there. That's true. I can't wait. Thank you, homie. I can't Appreciate wait. Him. I can't wait to take them Eagles fans out. Philly fans are just the most outrageous. He was just my homie last week, and now that we're going against each other, he's he taking shots and low blows. Man, What's up I, with that? He's I mean, in. Are we just going to allow him to keep throwing weed around after I get – Battered for what? it each and every each and every day what? on the air. Why can't gonna, I say we? For the same reason, big homie just called you out. Just call him the Chiefs. We. You can't say it's we. It's a kingdom. 
See, this is what y'all don't get. No, not only are you not this on the team, not only are you not on the team, you've been a fan for five and a half months. It is my birthright. You've been a fan since the preseason. It is my birthright. <laughs> yeah, they were, we were in the preseason already when he made the, the decision. It's not like this was last April. I love hey. how we're calling it the decision. <laughs> it was the decision. And you know what? We all made a decision at some point oh, in our man. life. I just hit mine a little later. Oh, man. <laughs> By the way, um, in the first two calls, in case you're scoring at home, we have, uh, we have killed Tua. And we have, we have had Pat Mahomes suffer an injury that's going to keep him out of the yeah. first couple of games of next year. That's the only way teams feel like they could beat my Chiefs. We injure my dog. We are flying by the seat of our speculation pants here today. Which team's quarterback situation is the most must-watch this offseason? I do think conventional wisdom tells you it's the 49ers. It is the 49ers. Because Brock Purdy has a UCL now. We might need surgery on that. Who knows how long it's going to take him to recover from that. Jimmy G, do you keep him around? You could probably get decent mid-round value for him, I would think. A guy who has started in a Super Bowl. A guy who is still uh, a pretty effective quarterback. But, oh yeah, you've got your your high-end first-round pick that tore his knee this year, waiting in the wings as well. So what in the world do the 49ers do? Which team's quarterback situation is most must-watch this offseason? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet at us, at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776 on this day one of speculation to the Super Bowl, where we do nothing but spit specs. And apparently, kill or injure NFL players. Again, speculatively. Mm. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic Foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Which team's quarterback situation is the most must-watch? Can't miss this offseason. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levicka. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBecca Live on ESPN 106.3. Didn't Mike Tannenbaum on Friday Stone tell us that Jalen Hurts would have a case to be the highest paid quarterback in the NFL if the Eagles won the Super Bowl? Did my ears fail me, or do I remember that correctly? Yeah, your ears did fail you, right? You, uh, you deemed me your radio life partner, but I was the one who actually proposed that question to Mike. That is Jalen Hurts. How did he answer? He said, yeah, I think he has a case, and then kind of just said it like some plain so white bread. my ears didn't fail me. You but, just said my ears failed me, but, but they didn't fail me. He didn't necessarily answer it. I was expecting an answer like, oh, yeah. Just like he claimed that Lamar Jackson would be the highest paid quarterback in the NFL before he took a snap. But he never really answered it. He kind of tried to beat around the bush a little bit. All right, what we're going to do is we're going to... I would love to. We're going to find it because that... It wasn't as fulfilling as I wanted yeah, it to yeah, be. Yeah, you wanted a definitive yeah, answer. I and wanted a little is, bit more clarity on and that. And neither is his answer. It's not going to be fulfilling. All right, then fine. Why don't we, because Big Homie, he brought it up, and I think it's an interesting discussion. We should at least find that 
from Friday from Mike Tannenbaum so that we don't both come off like dopes. <laughs> what did Mike say? I don't know. He said it, but then he didn't say it. And it was, I don't know. I don't know. Well, didn't Mike T say about the AFC championship? Is this a misquote, Stone, that if Joe Burrow got on the plane, the Bengals would win? No, see, your ears did not fail you there. He <laughs> when said, did he say that? He's, uh, on the same thing, he said the better team's going to win this game, and that's the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, that's right. He did say that. Let's get that, and yeah, let's get his I'd answer that nobody remembers about the Jalen Hurts contract. <laughs> I would okay. love to hear that. All right. Yeah, that's perfect. Perfect. I guess I just tuned him out when he said that. I probably uh, should have been listening better and pressed him on that. This is a great radio show. Ken Levick alive, ESPN 106.3. The quarterback situation that's most must watch. The team that presents the quarterback situation that's most must watch in the NFL is what? 888-760-3776-888-760-3776 and tweeted us at KLV1063. I'm just looking up at SportsCenter right now and it uh, looks like D'Amico Ryans is about to become the next head coach of the Houston Texans. <laughs> maybe it's just me. Yeah, I don't know. And I come from a place of privilege, right? But maybe it's just me. If I were D'Amico Ryans, who was a very proud, talented black man, right? <laughs> yeah. and And I saw... The, the recent history, a.k.a. the last two years of the Houston Texans head coaching situation where you had not one but two black men as your head coach that both lasted a combined two years as your black man head coach yeah. before they were, uh, they, were, they, were, they were soundly dismissed. I would at least pause a bit before accepting the Houston Texans head coaching offer, again, as a potential black head coach, seeing that the previous two head coaches were both black and both lasted one year each. I Just I, me. I don't know. I'm just a guy. I think the Texans, this is what the Texans are doing. I'm convinced. The Texans are trying to up the number of black head coaches they've hired. They're not, they don't care what happens. They're going to just keep hiring them and firing them. They're trying to up the number so that in history, so when we go like, you know how like those stats come out? 20, 25 years from now, somebody... Most diverse yeah. team in the history of the NFL, the Houston yeah. Texans. They're going to get all kinds of awards and whatnot on like NFL Live and stuff when they're talking about statistics for people that actually hired head coaches. Look at the Houston Texans. In the past 30 years, they've hired seven black head coaches <laughs> instead of looking at the statistic after that where they fire them and keep waiting on Luke McCown to be uh, available. <laughs> I think that's what they're doing. They're just they're just waiting until Luke McCown says, "All right, I'm ready." Yeah, like so we can is, slide in. Luke but until like, then, like it is. I mean, I will say this: it's one way to attack equal opportunity. Yeah. By by having uh, giving a new black head coach an opportunity every year. Every year. I mean, I'm not sure that that's in the spirit of equal opportunity the way the NFL is looking for. Nah. But boy, they are presenting a lot of opportunities to black head coaches. They're just doing it. A new one every year. But you know what, too? Uh, one thing, I, the, the good that does come out of this, brothers getting paid. <laughs> That's true. The brothers getting paid. Multiple I, b- multiple brothers getting the bag. <laughs> yes, yes. They gave three brother, brothers in a, in a row the bag. And I don't even know what these deals look like because there's obviously, like, guaranteed money or there's, like, an amount yeah. of money that they're going to get with the buyout. But I guess it's, like it's better money deal. than they would be making as a coordinator. Hell, yeah. Like, go get the <laughs> go get the head coaching job. Do your year in Houston. You know what? Win three games. You know what? I, I don't I don't respect the way the Texans are yeah. doing it, but Theo has presented some clarity to me. You know what? If if the opportunity's there, D'Amico, go get your bag. Go get the bag. Even huh? if you aren't the head coach of the Texans in 2024, at least you did get your bag. You're right. Yeah. You're right. We shouldn't shed tears. 
We shouldn't shed tears. They got their bag. They're getting the money, man. <laughs> I know that their pride is in the way of it. Lovey Smith showed us. Man. He showed us in week 18 that yeah. his pride got in the way, and he was like, no, we're going to go win this football game. And you know what he did? He screwed over the Texans yeah. and got his bag as he walked out the door. Great and they delivered point. a W to his former team. Oh, my gosh. That didn't what? fire him after one year as a head coach. He's got to write a book. Man, all that, right. That chapter in his book is going to be delicious. I am so pro-lovey. It's not even funny. Um, so you're saying the 49ers, by the way, Stone, that's your that's your your most must-watch team quarterback situation? Yeah, I think so, based off of the phrase you use, conventional wisdom, right? I mean, you gave up two seconds and a third for Christian McCaffrey. Now you're basically working on a line of credit with Brock Purdy, with Trey Lance, and Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, you can either decide to go get those picks back with the draft coming around in March. Like, it's not that far away. Or you can go bring in a veteran who doesn't want a lot of money like Tom Brady. So I think with so much going on, this would be the one that happens the fastest. Like This is the team that's going to make a decision before the Giants do, before the Ravens do, before the Dolphins decide what to do. And we're just waiting for these teams. I think the 49ers are going to be the first to move after the Super Bowl or fallout here in the NFC Championship game. But I think, like you said, conventional wisdom. Like these, They have the most things to work with here with the guys that we've named. It is crazy. I mean, it is truly an embarrassment of riches. It is. Hey, we've got the number two overall pick from two years ago. Yeah. Just sitting there, recovering from a knee injury. And again, there's still massive question marks about him. But again, number two pick. The Packers are in a similar situation right now with Jordan Love, who they've put in Tupperware for the last half decade. And then there's, there's Jimmy G, who you, you won an NFC title with and came one missed long ball away from probably winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, with, and then a guy who came one possession away from going back to the Super Bowl last year. And then you've got this guy, this revelation, this final pick in the draft who came a game away from going to the Super Bowl with as well. Like, what do you do? I, You know what it sounds like? It sounds like it don't matter what they do. It, it legitimately sounds like it does not matter what they yeah, do. Yeah, like, like you're saying just because of the Shanahan system. That's the look. If I'm going off the past five years, I've watched this guy coach in San Francisco. It just doesn't yeah. extend to Josh Johnson. It doesn't. Well, that's like his eighth quarterback. So it's like at yeah. that point, it's kind of tough. I don't even know if I he guess I'm being the very difficult. I, I'm being yeah. very difficult on college. <laughs> How dare you not make your fourth string quarterback and then Christian McCaffrey work in that spot? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think we're spitting specs here, so we're allowed to do that. <laughs> that's, but you know what? You're right. We're getting reckless. We're getting dangerous. That's what happens when you spit specs on speculation of the Super Bowl day one, especially day one. Especially day one, it gets reckless. Like you can build up enough capital to pay for Aaron Rodgers if he still wants 30, 40 million. And if Tom Brady wants to come in there for a chunk of change, you're able to do that. Like you can legitimately do whatever you want to do right now. It does feel like it's time, right? Like this is the year. Like we've been waiting on Kyle Shanahan to pull the trigger, yeah, get a guy. We're talking about a window. Like yeah. this is your window right now where your team is continuously appearing in the biggest games and at come the on. later stages of All the right. season. But let's I mean, Trent Williams, how many more years he's got? Here's the issue. Aaron Rodgers looked more vulnerable this year as a talent and against time than he ever has, right? Yeah. But still not as much as Tom Brady. Tom Brady, same thing. So those are your two, hey, can you go get a, a rent-a-quarterback and finally maximize what you got and win a Super Bowl? That said, you've come damn close to winning a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. And it just seems like they're always trying to find a way to push him out the door trying to find a way to say we don't need him anymore, yet they do need him and he comes in and he plays admirably. But then you finally found the the Garoppolo replacement, but now he has a potential elbow injury that who knows who knows what that elbow's going to be like 
after the fact. It's the worst possible situation. But then you've got the number two overall pick that's sitting there kind of off of a knee injury. But what is what is Trey Lance after the knee injury? You've got to think about that. Is it worth shelving all of those options to go get the Hall of Fame run to quarterback, one who's pushing 40 and one who's damn near 50? Yeah. I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. There's five options, five options that I think all could get you as close to winning a Super Bowl as you've been. Well, maybe not Trey Lance. I think, well, maybe. I don't know. You know Trey Lance better than I do, Stone. I don't I haven't seen anything from Trey Lance where I'm like, oh yeah, hell yeah, that, that rules. But maybe, I guess they think that. I mean, with teams like the Atlanta Falcons starting Desmond Ritter, right? I mean, your your opportunities are endless, right? You're allowed to do whatever you want in this league at this point. <laughs> So, I mean, is he any better or any worse than Desmond Ritter? I think not, right? So who's going to come? Who's going to come? <laughs> Sam Ellinger started some games under center. Like, who's going to come biting for Trey Lance is the question we need to answer, not guess, what he can do. I suppose if, I mean, using common sense, if you can do it with Purdy, you could probably do yeah. it with Lance. Yeah. I, I would assume that Trey hey, Lance I don't could, know. I mean, not not to diminish anything Bur- Purdy did because he did it. Like, oh, but, but you're about to diminish what, what Purdy did. What I'm going to say is I think that Kyle Shanahan could get Trey Lance to the same position that he got Brock Purdy to. I don't think that's crazy to assume. And what's but, hard about that is Kyle Shanahan would probably admit that, but how can you convince the rest of the public that that's true? That's true. I mean, that and also you can't keep quarterbacks healthy. That's been, I mean, it obviously some of it is freak accident stuff, but like at this point, you're always one hit away from the casket. You need three <laughs> quarterbacks now, like especially the Niners. Uh, At this point, yeah. how could you how could you not keep a couple of those guys from I mean, Brock Purdy's obviously coming back, but between Garoppolo and Lance, it's like you have to kind of keep those guys because it, it's like clockwork. Right. Uh, you you were all set to have Trey Lance as your guy and then he tears his ACL, but even it's not like he was playing well. It's not like he was good. So then Jimmy G comes in and the Niners righted themselves. And don't forget, it wasn't Pur- Purdy was awesome. But it was Jimmy G who was playing quarterback when the 49ers started to find their their rhythm this year. And then Purdy just took the reins yeah. of that entire thing. But it feels like Garoppolo is probably the odd man out. Now, you said that there's no way Derek Carr goes anywhere as a backup quarterback. There's no way. Yeah, I don't who's think so. More likely to, to, who's more likely, though? Like, who, who can claim more of a right to a starting job? No way I'm a backup. Derek Carr or Jimmy G. Because I would argue Jimmy G has a significantly better I get it done as a starter resume than Derek Carr. Mm, ah, that's I mean, just uh, look what Derek Carr, what has he brought you? Uh, what is he what has he brought so, you? He brought you two playoff appearances, didn't play in one of them, and the other one he lost. So with a terrible decision at the goal line. I'll let you have this one. I mean, your it. statement on its face makes sense, but I think uh, based off of I know, that's why I said it. But, but <laughs> I mean, I, I think these teams are looking at it from more of an evaluation standpoint. Like, this guy's got to come in and play. Like, if we're talking about the Carolina Panthers, if Lamar does leave, like, if you're the Baltimore Ravens, who would you most likely want to bring in? And I know Tyler Huntley's a pro bowler now, so it's tough to talk <laughs> oh, about the Baltimore Ravens. By the way, breaking news presented by St. <laughs> Lucie Battery and Tire. And uh, in case you were keeping track, uh, Ravens quarterback, the man who started four games this year, Tyler Huntley, uh, is a is headed to the Pro Bowl. He will be uh, part of the Pro Bowl festivities this weekend. Oh, but don't worry. So is Derek Carr. <laughs> But if I'm a team like the Ravens... That wasn't I, a joke, by the way. It was Those were little things joke. I just said. That wasn't reckless or dangerous. <laughs> I know we're spitting specs. That was not speculation. That was true. Facts. But I, I think if you're hardball, right, you'd much rather have Derek Carr. Like, just from an evaluation standpoint. Like, who's better? Who's ready to go Who'd right now? Who'd you rather now? have, Derek Carr Lamar Jackson? Oh, Lamar Jackson. I mean, what are we doing there? The answer is okay. Lamar Jackson. Okay, but okay, okay. 
But I was making sure. But the Who Ravens would pick up the phone. Well, I was gonna say the Ravens do have a decision to make now. Like we haven't brought them up. That's a very interesting decision they have to make in their quarterback room. Like how much or what do they do with Lamar Jackson's contract? Do they give him one? Do they tag him? Do they tra- trade him still? Like that's gonna be and that's an MVP in this league. So all right, so let's do this then. Let's go to the Jets because the Panthers. I do think that has just based on the Panthers' history. Derek Carr written all over it. Right? Oh, it does. If you're going to go uh, it, it, Sam Darnold right, right. and then Baker Mayfield, the the next in that line is Derek Carr. Do y'all not now understand why I disbanded myself from that? Or- they hired a guy that got fired midseason for the Colts in order <laughs> for them to bring in an ESPN <laughs> analyst this season. The Panthers hired Frank Reich. The guy who, what is his, his biggest flaw been the past few years? Choosing the wrong quarterback. And the Panthers, what has been their biggest flaw the past three years? Being the Panthers. Well, that and also choosing the wrong quarterback. <laughs> and they bring in a guy who just got fired for Jeff Saturday midseason this year to come in, bring in a new quarterback, and try and do what? Compete? Like, this has failure written all over it, which is kind of the new slogan for the Panthers. Forget keep pounding. Failure written all over. So I guess, though, if you're the Jets, okay? <laughs> so if you're the Jets, you see Derek Carr. The Panthers are oh. obviously like they're waiting. They're waiting for him. They want to pounce all over him because this is what the Panthers do. Like, come here, Reclamation Project. Uh, come here. Come here. Come on. We can help you. We can help you. Terrible. It's, uh, uh, the, the, Panthers, the Panthers are the... It, it, they are the Panthers are the collection of hot women that think that they can fix Pete Davidson. Kim Kardashian, right? Yeah, yeah. Like they are Kim Kardashian. They are Emily Ratajkowski. They are Ariana Grande. Yeah. They all think they can fix the troubled Pete Davidson, but they can't do it. They just they fail miserably. And then Pete, Pete's like, ah, I don't know if this is working. And they're like, oh god, this is this was not for us. And then there's the split. Like the Panthers are the the hot women, and Sam Darnold, Pete Davidson, Baker Mayfield, Pete Davidson. And Derek Carr, Pete Davidson. So now the Jets, the Jets are looking at this situation again. They're like, maybe we can fix Pete Davidson. Maybe we can go get Derek Carr. We think we're a quarterback away. But also, fine. Stone Lebanowitz says Derek Carr has the best, the, the, the most right to a starting job of these available quarterbacks. But Outside of Brady Rogers. But, but if we're going to get a rental, fine. We'll go get Aaron Rodgers. But then we have to deal with the Aaron Rodgers experience, right? Or Brady, what does he have left? What is he? Um, but then there's Jimmy G. Can we can we get Jimmy G for a mid round pick, bring him in on the cheap, and get the production we're looking for from that quarterback position? Can he be our Flacco on steroids? Can he be a better option than Mike White? We know he's a better option than Zach Wilson. Anybody's actual Pete Davidson is a better option than Zach Wilson right now. Do you go get Jimmy G or do you go get Derek Carr or do you take the Hall of Fame rental? What do you do if you're the Jets? So I want to back up to Frank Reich. We're still spitting specs here on our speculation as in less than two weeks away from the Super Bowl. What does Frank Reich really care about? What is he really passionate about? It's God. It's religion. I mean, next up is Derek Carr. I mean, if we're just spitting specs, this is what we need to do. Who would be the combination that's most likely? Frank Reich would love to bring in Derek Carr for a chat. Two guys that love God, who love religion, who would kind of push that same message, right? Kind of keep that Frank Reich Reich is um, big time. Is a preacher big time? I didn't realize that either, but it fits. It It does fit, and he is a big time believer in all that. So maybe Derek Carr's guy. Yeah, 
Yeah. They just, go hard with Charlotte. Just, they do go hard with Jesus in they Charlotte. They do, yeah. True. 100%. Remember, they almost lost the All-Star game going hard with Jesus. <laughs> or at least some way that you, some, yeah. a, a way that in which you would maybe translate yeah. the teachings of. The yes. similar, it was a similar group. <laughs> they were going hard for Jesus. They were going hard for Jesus. They were like. And they lost the All-Star game. They, yeah. Heck no, not in my bathroom. And then <laughs> that was Charlotte. That was <laughs> oh man! Uh, what was the point you wanted to finish here, Stone? Do you remember? I mean, it was just that Frank Wright loves God, Derek Carr loves so God. Derek right? Carr, if we're trying to dial in the spec show, I think that's where we start, at least with Carolina. A waste of everybody's. Yeah. Just a waste, a of, waste everybody. of everybody. In a really sorry NFC South, though, right? If Tom yeah. Brady's going to leave, it's wide open, so you can do what you want. Even if Tom Brady stays, it's wide open. <laughs> it's, For it sure. was wide open this year with Tom Brady there. I mean, I guess of all these, when we come back, I just want to discuss which of these quarterbacks would be best. Of all these quarterbacks that could be available, which would be best to accept a backup job? Because I need to find a backup for Tua. And it needs to happen quickly mm-hmm. while we're still speculating. Mm-hmm. Which team's quarterback situation is the most must-watch this offseason? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. The first story at ESPN.com right now, the lead story. Ravens quarterback Huntley to Pro Bowl after two touchdown season. That's disrespectful. <laughs> well done from whoever wrote I that. I mean, that is disrespectful <laughs> as hell. Did, did Skip Bayless yeah. jump back into ESPN and write that yeah. headline? Did he, did he go over to Bristol? That is wild. Wild, whoever is in charge of that uh, that app. Ken LeVick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Let me tell you about EDS air conditioning. EDS is, yes, nothing disrespectful about them. In fact, they are nothing but respectful because they are trying to uh, make their appointment schedules around you and what you have going on, your life. They know you're busy. They know that you can't sit and be held hostage by uh, the AC company. That's why EDS Air Conditioning is, is who you should go to. EDS is, yes, edsairconditioning.com. They're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. They're using the best equipment. They are repairing your AC unit. They are fixing your vents. They are replacing AC units if you need it. They're trying to let you hit warranty on your existing AC units, trying to get you there, trying to save you money. That's the greatness of EDS Air Conditioning. They just care. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com and they're versatile. They handle your plumbing needs as well. They've been doing it since 2006 and they service Palm Beach County and surrounding areas. That's EDS Air Conditioning. EDSairconditioning.com. EDS is yes. EDS air conditioning. Uh, the the quarterbacks that could be available just as we go through these sweepstakes here that could be a two a backup because you guys would agree that the Dolphins are in no position to just get your traditional backup. You actually need somebody who can play the quarterback position in a starting role because you, I hate to say it and it sounds disrespectful, but it's true. How can you say that you feel confident two is going to be able to give you a 17 game season? He hasn't done it. And with the multiple concussions this year 
and the back problems. No, no. Then you just don't you you don't really think and expect that he's going to play 17 games. So back to, problems though. To, that, yeah, back problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had back I, problems. Did that ever? Did that flare up this year? At a certain point? Yeah, it, it, it flared up in the Buffalo game, remember? Okay, I, his, I his back was hurting his him. Back. It was the Buffalo Bills. When he yeah. fell, yeah. He fell and his, and he, his, his back hurt him. He hit his head. I guess it might have vibrated through his Yeah, no, spine. it was his back. He was okay. he was having uh, balance problems because of his back. And then the next week against Cincinnati is when yeah. he suffered the first concussion. Then oh. against the Packers was the second concussion. That makes sense. Right, I just want to make sure we're on the same page yeah. here. Um, so, it, Teddy Bridgewater was a nice thought. But it's clear that Teddy's best days are well, well, well behind Teddy. That ended up not going well. And you had to rely way too much on Skylar Thompson than you would have liked. And he's not it. He ain't it. He got to go. So, I mean, you you swear, Stone, you don't think that – you think Derek Carr is going to be in enough demand that he's not going to have any – he's not going to be in a position to have to accept a backup job. Yeah, I don't think we've seen that big of a fall from grace from being in I mean, he was bad, bad this year at times. For sure, but remember the season before that, it was all the contract negotiations, right, and having to pay this man, and that was the whole discussion being had in Vegas, and now we're not even a season removed, and he's now a backup quarterback. Like, it's just, I don't think it's ever been done before. If it's not Baker Mayfield, which was the only one, and that one seems like an outlier, like a guy going from very high, high, and then being in the most threatening division in all of football to now being a backup quarterback sitting behind guys like Tua, come on. Would Jimmy G accept a backup spot? I, I don't know. Just seeing how that appeared to be on the outs because of that yeah. with the 49ers. But I don't know. I'd love to have Jimmy G as a backup option. Here's the thing, He knows too. McDaniel. I was going to say, if he wants to hang out with Mike McDaniel and be on the ready and he's okay getting paid a certain amount of money, then, yeah, he's more viable than, I think, Derek Carr. And if you date porn stars like Jimmy G does, yeah. I mean, there's no better place mm. than being centralized in, in South Florida. Spitting specs. That's, that's a spec. I mean, he could ride around on the bus and do the whole thing. Yeah. It, Jimmy, what, what bus? The bus. Okay. You know the bus I'm talking All about. All right, that's what I was just making sure, because we're talking about porn stars and then the bus. Mm-hmm. The bus. Make sure. Okay, cool. We know it is the bus in these parts. <laughs> so Jimmy G. <laughs> what they're naming the uh, Miami Heat Arena. So oh. per speculation. Mm-hmm. Oh, not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not bad. All right. Well, let's get back to Jimmy G. Right, right, uh, right. You know, before right. minds divert. Yeah, uh, no, what I really think, though, is if you're a head coach in the, foot, in the National Football League and you're trying to bring in Jimmy G as your starter, what you're also saying is I'm better with quarterbacks than Kyle Shanahan. Is it not? Well, it would make sense then. Then the disciple of Kyle Shanahan thinks that he can bring Jimmy Garoppolo in and can – as a backup. Help him succeed as a backup. So as a backup, it makes sense. But I think it takes a lot of guts for a coach in the, in the NFL to, to bring in Jimmy G on the heels of him being in San Francisco because what's going to happen immediately if you start the season 2-6 and six and Jimmy G doesn't look like the Jimmy G in San Francisco? They're going to be like, oh, this coach just isn't able to get out of Jimmy G what Kyle Shanahan did. It's, it's almost like a lose-lose situation True. bringing in Jimmy G. I do like the idea of bringing him into Miami as a backup. That's the most premier backup quarterback spot. For guys that want to play, like is the Miami Dolphins. That's going to be the quickest jumping off point, probably. Unfortunately, I hate to say it, yeah. that would get you into a starting role. You can you can almost assure that quarterback that you're bringing in to be two as backup, two or three starts, and a chance, honestly, to to maybe even commandeer the job if it's a longer term term injury, or if in those two or three starts they show out. Like if it is Jimmy G, and 
they go like three and zero with him, I can see that being a thing. I don't know. Uh, let's go to Damon in Delray. What's up, Damon? Hey, what's up, gang? How's it going, buddy? Thanks for taking me. Um, there's something else, in my opinion, to consider here with Tua. And I love the kid, all right? But there's two things to consider. Um, the way that the NFL, rightfully so, has been getting murdered over these guys with concussions and ignoring them and underpaying out and all that, it, he might be like, I don't know if teams will want him, or, you know, including Miami, because... You just said the two that he had right next to each other, that first one was a scary one, you know, and he can pass protocol, but God forbid if something happens with this guy, like a DeMar Hamlet, not that, but, you know, another type of a head injury and, you know, oh, he should have never been on the field anyway, they could be looking legally at, you know, a a catastrophe, public relations-wise and otherwise. So, you know, that might be a reason that, you know, a lot of teams, including Miami, uh, are not going to want him, um, you know, out there for the risk. Damon, appreciate it. We're up against it. The Dolphins have come out already and said Tua two is the guy. Yeah. Tua is going to be their quarterback next year. And they don't really have a choice. And uh, they're doing all the the right things to make sure that he has a clean bill of health. The brain is completely healthy before the season begins and so yeah the nfl probably sketchy we know like trying to cut corners all that stuff but in this spot right now the way the dolphins have handled this is why tua didn't get rushed back for the postseason because the dolphins said all right we're shutting this whole thing down yeah like it's just not going to happen they're taking advice of doctors um but he's going to be the dolphins quarterback he's going to be the dolphins quarterback. no bones about it yeah uh when we return here on ken levick alive Theo Dorsey, he scours the social media, and he has some of the best and worst of the bird app when we come back. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Didn't Mike Tannenbaum on Friday Stone tell us that Jalen Hurts would have a case to be the highest paid quarterback in the NFL if the Eagles won the Super Bowl? Did my ears fail me, or do I remember that correctly? Yeah, your ears did fail you, right? You uh, you deemed me your radio life partner, but I was the one who actually proposed that question to Mike. That is Jalen Hurts. How did he answer? He said, yeah, I think he has a case, and then kind of just said it like some plain white bread. My ears didn't fail me. You but, just said my ears failed me, but, but they didn't fail me. He didn't necessarily answer it. I was expecting an answer like, oh, yeah. Just like he claimed that Lamar Jackson would be the highest paid quarterback in the NFL before he took a snap. But he never really answered it. He kind of tried to beat around the bush a little bit. All right, what we're going to do is we're going to... I would love to. We're going to find it because that wasn't as fulfilling as I wanted yeah, it to yeah, be. Yeah, you wanted the definitive answer. Yeah, I wanted a little is, bit more clarity on and that. And neither is his answer. It's not going to be fulfilling. All right, then fine. Why don't we... Because Big Homie, he brought it up, and I think it's an interesting discussion... We should at least find that from Friday from Mike Tannenbaum so that we don't both come off like dopes. <laughs> what did Mike say? I don't know. He said it, but then he didn't say it. And it was, I don't know. I don't know. Well, didn't Mike T say about the AFC championship? Is this a misquote, Stone, that if Joe Burrow got on the plane, the Bengals would win? 
No, see, your ears did not fail you there. He <laughs> when said, did he say that? He's, uh, on the same thing, he said the better team's going to win this game, and that's the Cincinnati Bengals. Well, that's right. He did say that. Let's get that, and yeah, let's get his I'd answer that nobody remembers about that. the Jalen Hurts contract. <laughs> I would okay. love to hear that. All right. yeah, that's perfect. Perfect. I guess I just ears. tuned him out when he said that. I probably uh, should have been listening better and impressed him on that. This is a great radio show. Yeah. Ken LeVick <laughs> Alive, ESPN 106.3. Uh, the quarterback situation that's most must-watch. The team that presents the quarterback situation that's most must-watch in the NFL is what? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at KLV1063. I'm just looking up at SportsCenter right now. And it uh, looks like D'Amico Ryans is about to become the next head coach of the Houston Texans. <laughs> Maybe it's just me. Yeah, I don't know. And I come from a place of privilege, right? But maybe it's just me. If I were to meet Ryans, who was a very proud, talented black man, right? Yeah. And and I saw the the recent history, aka the last two years of the Houston Texans head coaching situation, where you had not one but two black men as your head coach that both lasted a combined two years as your black man head coach. Yeah. Before they were, uh, they were, they were, they were soundly dismissed. I would at least pause a bit before accepting the Houston Texans head coaching offer again as a potential black head coach. Seeing that the previous two head coaches were both black and both lasted one year each. I just me. I don't know. I'm just a guy. I think the Texans. This is what the Texans are doing. I'm convinced. The Texans are trying to up the number of black head coaches they've hired. They're not, they don't care what happens. They're going to just keep hiring them and firing them. They're trying to up the number so that in history, so when we go like, you know how like those stats come out 20, 25 years from now? Somebody, Most diverse yeah. team in the history of the NFL, the Houston yeah. Texans. They're going to get all kinds of awards and whatnot on like NFL Live and stuff when they're talking about statistics for people that actually hired head coaches. Look at the Houston Texans. In the past 30 years, they've hired seven black head coaches instead of looking at the statistic after that where they fire them and keep waiting on Luke McCown to be uh, available. <laughs> I think that's what they're doing. They're just they're just waiting until Luke McCown says, "All right, I'm ready." Yeah, like so we can slide in. Luke but until like, then, like it is. I mean, I will say this: it's one way to attack equal opportunity. Yeah. By by having uh, giving a new black head coach an opportunity every year. Every year. I mean, I'm not sure that that's in the spirit of equal opportunity the way the NFL is looking for. Nah. But boy, they are presenting a lot of opportunities to black head coaches. They're just doing it. A new one every year. But you know what, too? Uh, one thing, I, the, the good that does come out of this, brothers getting paid. <laughs> brothers getting paid. Multiple I, b- multiple brothers getting the bag. <laughs> yes, yes. They gave three brother, brothers in, the, in a row the bag. And I don't even know what these deals look like because there's obviously, like, guaranteed money or there's, like, an amount yeah. of money that they're going to get with the buyout. But I guess it's, like it's better money deal. than they would be making as a coordinator. Hell, yeah. Like, go get the, <laughs> go get the head coaching job. Do your year in Houston. You know what? Win three games. You know what? I, I don't I don't respect the way the Texans are yeah. doing it, but Theo has presented some clarity to me. You know what? Oh. If if the opportunity's there, D'Amico, go get your bag. Look at the bag. Even huh? if you aren't the head coach of the Texans in 2024, at least you did get your bag. You're right. Yeah. You're right. We shouldn't shed tears. We shouldn't shed tears. They got their bag. They're getting the money, man. <laughs> I know that their pride is in the way of it. Lovey Smith showed us. Man. He showed us in week 18 that yeah. his pride got in the way, and he was like, no, we're going to go win this football game. And you know what he did? Y'all. He screwed over the Texans yeah. and got his bag as he walked out the door. Great and they delivered point. a W to his former team. Oh, my gosh. That didn't what? fire him after one year as a head coach. He's got to write a book.
Man, all right. That chapter in his book is going to be delicious. I am so pro-lovey, it's not even funny. Um, So you're saying the 49ers, by the way, Stone, that's your your most must-watch team quarterback situation? Yeah, I think so, based off of the phrase you use, conventional wisdom, right? I mean, you gave up two seconds and a third for Christian McCaffrey, and now you're basically working on a line of credit with Brock Purdy, with Trey Lance, and Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, you can either decide to go get those picks back with the draft coming around in March, like it's not that far away, Or you can go bring in a veteran who doesn't want a lot of money like Tom Brady. So I think with so much going on, this would be the one that happens the fastest. Like This is the team that's going to make a decision before the Giants do, before the Ravens do, before the Dolphins decide what to do. And we're just waiting for these teams. I think the 49ers are going to be the first to move after the Super Bowl or fallout here in the NFC Championship game. But I think, like you said, conventional wisdom. Like these, They have the most things to work with here with the guys that we've named. It is crazy. I mean, it is truly an embarrassment of riches. It is. Hey, we've got the number two overall pick from two years ago. Yeah. Just sitting there, recovering from a knee injury. And again, there's still massive question marks about him. But again, number two pick. The Packers are in a similar situation right now with Jordan Love, who they've put in Tupperware for the last half decade. And then there's, there's Jimmy G, who you, you won an NFC title with and came one missed long ball away from probably winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, with, and then a guy who came one possession away from going back to the Super Bowl last year. And then you've got this guy, this revelation, this final pick in the draft who came a game away from going to the Super Bowl with as well. Like, what do you do? I, You know what it sounds like? It sounds like it don't matter what they do. It, it legitimately sounds like it does not matter what they yeah, do. Yeah, like you're saying just because of the Shanahan system. That's the look. If I'm going off the past five years, I've watched this guy coach in San Francisco. It just doesn't yeah. extend to Josh Johnson. It doesn't. Well, that's like his eighth quarterback. So it's like at yeah. that point, it's kind of tough. I don't even know if I guess he I'm being the very difficult. I, I'm being yeah. very difficult on college. <laughs> How dare you not make your fourth string quarterback and then Christian McCaffrey work in that spot? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think we're spitting specs here, so we're allowed to do that. <laughs> that's, but you know what? You're right. We're getting reckless. We're getting dangerous. That's what happens when you spit specs on speculation of the Super Bowl day one, especially day one. Especially day one, it gets reckless. Like you can build up enough capital to pay for Aaron Rodgers if he still wants 30, 40 million. And if Tom Brady wants to come in there for a chunk of change, you're able to do that. Like you can legitimately do whatever you want to do right now. It does feel like it's time, right? Like this is the year. Like we've been waiting on Kyle Shanahan to pull the trigger, get a guy. We're talking about a window. Like this is your window right now where your team is continuously appearing in the biggest games and at the later stages of the season. But let's. I mean, Trent Williams, how many more years he's got? Here's the issue. Aaron Rodgers looked more vulnerable this year as a talent and against time than he ever has, right? Yeah. But still not as much as Tom Brady. Tom Brady, same thing. So those are your two, hey, can you go get a, a rent-a-quarterback and finally maximize what you got and win a Super Bowl? That said, you've come damn close to winning a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. And it just seems like they're always trying to find a way to push him out the door trying to find a way to say, we don't need him anymore, yet they do need him, and he comes in, and he plays admirably. But then you finally found the the Garoppolo replacement, but now he has a potential elbow injury that who knows who knows what that elbow's going to be like after the fact. It's the worst possible situation. But then you've got the number two overall pick that's sitting there kind of off of a knee injury. But what is, what is Trey Lance after the knee injury? You've got to think about that. Is it worth shelving all of those options to go get the Hall of Fame rent-a-quarterback, one who's pushing 40 and one who's damn near 50. 
Yeah. I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. There's five options. Five options that I think all could get you as close to winning the Super Bowl as you've been. Well, maybe not Trey Lance. I think, well, maybe. I don't know. You know Trey Lance better than I do, Stone. I don't I haven't seen anything from Trey Lance where I'm like, oh yeah, hell yeah, that, that rules. But maybe I guess they think that. I mean, with teams like the Atlanta Falcons starting Desmond Ritter, right? I mean, your your opportunities are endless, right? You're allowed to do whatever you want in this league at this point. So, I mean, is he any better or any worse than Desmond Ritter? I think not, right? So who's going to come? Who's going to come? <laughs> Sam Ellinger started some games under center. Like, who's going to come biting for Trey Lance is the question we need to answer, not guess, what he can do. I suppose if, I mean, using common sense, if you can do it with Purdy, you could probably do yeah, it with Lance. Yeah. I, I would assume that Trey hey, Lance. I don't could, know. I mean, not not to diminish anything Bur- Purdy did because he did it. Like, oh, but, but you're about to diminish what, what Purdy did. What I'm going to say is, I think that Kyle Shanahan could get Trey Lance to the same position that he got Brock Purdy to. I don't think that's crazy to assume. And what's but, hard about that is Kyle Shanahan would probably admit that, but how can you convince the rest of the public that that's true? That's true. I mean, that, and also you can't keep quarterbacks healthy. That's been, I mean, it obviously some of it is freak accident stuff, but like at this point. You're always one hit away from the casket. You need three <laughs> quarterbacks now, like especially the Niners. At this point, yeah. how could you how could you not keep a couple of those guys from I mean, Brock Purdy's obviously coming back, but between Garoppolo and Lance, it's like you have to kind of keep those guys because it's like clockwork. Right. Uh, you you were all set to have Trey Lance as your guy and then he tears his ACL, but even it's not like he was playing well. It's not like he was good. So then Jimmy G comes in and the Niners righted themselves. And don't forget, it wasn't Pur- Purdy was awesome. But it was Jimmy G who was playing quarterback when the 49ers started to find their their rhythm this year. And then Purdy just took the reins yeah. of that entire thing. But it feels like Garoppolo is probably the odd man out. Now, you said that there's no way Derek Carr goes anywhere as a backup quarterback. There's no way. Yeah, I don't who's think so. More likely to, to, who's more likely, though? Like, who, who can claim more of a right to a starting job? No way I'm a backup. Derek Carr or Jimmy G. Because I would argue Jimmy G has a significantly better I get it done as a starter resume than Derek Carr. Mm, ah, that's I mean, just uh, look what Derek Carr, what has he brought you? Uh, what is he what has he brought so, you? He brought you two playoff appearances, didn't play in one of them, and the other one he lost. So with a terrible decision at the goal line. I'll let you have this one. I mean, your it. statement on his face makes sense, but I think uh, based off of I know, the, that's why I said it. But, but <laughs> I mean, I, I think these teams are looking at it from more of an evaluation standpoint. Like, this guy's got to come in and play. Like, if we're talking about the Carolina Panthers, if Lamar does leave, like, if you're the Baltimore Ravens, who would you most likely want to bring in? And I, I know Tyler Huntley's a pro bowler now, so it's tough to talk <laughs> oh, about the Baltimore Ravens. By the way, breaking news presented by St. Louis <laughs> Battery and Tire. And uh, in case you were keeping track, uh, Ravens quarterback, the man who started four games this year, Tyler Huntley, uh, is a is headed to the Pro Bowl. He will be uh, part of the Pro Bowl festivities this weekend. Oh, but don't worry. So is Derek Carr. <laughs> But if I'm a team like the Ravens... That wasn't I, a joke, by the way. It was Those were real things joke. I just said. That wasn't reckless or dangerous. <laughs> I know we're spitting specs. That was not speculation. That was true. Facts. But I, I think if you're hardball, right, you'd much rather have Derek Carr. Like, just from an evaluation standpoint. Like, who's better? Who's ready to go Who'd right now? Who'd you rather now? have Derek Carr, Lamar Jackson? Oh, Lamar Jackson. I mean, what are we doing there? The answer is okay. Lamar Jackson. Okay, but, okay, okay. But I'm I was... just making sure. But the Who Ravens... pick up the phone? Well, I was going to say, the Ravens do have a decision to make now. Like... We haven't brought them up. That's a very interesting decision they have to make in their quarterback room. Like, how much or what do they do with Lamar Jackson's contract? Do they give him one? Do they tag him? Do they trade him still? Like, that's going to be – and that's an MVP in this league. So, All right, so let's do this then. 
let's go to the Jets. Because the Panthers, I do think that has, just based on the Panthers' history, Derek Carr written all over it. Oh, it does. If you're going to go Sam Darnold and then Baker Mayfield, the, the next in that line is Derek Carr. Do y'all not now understand why I disbanded myself from that? Or- they hired a guy that got fired midseason for the Colts in order for them to bring in an ESPN <laughs> analyst this season. The Panthers hired Frank Reich, the guy who, what is his, his biggest flaw been the past few years? Choosing the wrong quarterback. And the Panthers, what has been their biggest flaw the past three years? Being the Panthers. Well, that and also choosing the wrong quarterback. (laughs) And they bring in a guy who just got fired for Jeff Saturday midseason this year to come in, bring in a new quarterback, and try and do what? Compete? Like, this has failure written all over it, which is kind of the new slogan for the Panthers. Forget keep pounding. Failure written all over. So, I guess, though, if you're the Jets, (laughs) okay? So, if you're the Jets... You see Derek Carr. The Panthers are oh. obviously like they're waiting. They're waiting for him. They want to pounce all over him because this is what the Panthers do. Like, Come here, Reclamation Project. Uh, Come here. Come here. Come on. We can help you. We can help you. Terrible. It's, uh, uh, the, the, Panthers, the Panthers are the – they are the Panthers are the collection of hot women that think that they can fix Pete Davidson. Kim Kardashian. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like they're Kim Kardashian. They are – Emily Ratajkowski, they're Ariana Grande. Yeah. They all think they can fix the troubled Pete Davidson, but they can't do it. They just they fail miserably, and then Pete Pete's like, ah, I don't know if this is working, and they're like, oh god, this is this was not for us. And then there's the split. Like the Panthers are the the hot women, and Sam Darnold, Pete Davidson, Baker Mayfield, Pete Davidson, and Derek Carr, Pete Davidson. So now the Jets, the Jets are looking at this situation again. They're like, maybe we can fix Pete Davidson. Maybe we can go get Derek Carr. We think we're a quarterback away, but also, fine. Stone Lebanowitz says Derek Carr has the best, the, the, the most right to a starting job of these available quarterbacks. But outside of Brady Rogers. But, but if we're going to get a rental, fine. We'll go get Aaron Rodgers. But then we have to deal with the Aaron Rodgers experience, right? Or Brady, what does he have left? What is he? Um, but then there's Jimmy G. Can we, can we get Jimmy G for a mid round pick? Bring him in on the cheap and get the production we're looking for from that quarterback position. Can he be our Flacco on steroids? Can he be a better option than Mike White? We know he's a better option than Zach Wilson. Anybody's actual Pete Davidson is a better option than Zach Wilson right now. Do you go get Jimmy G or do you go get Derek Carr or do you take the Hall of Fame rental? What do you do if you're the Jets? So... I want to back up to Frank Reich. We're still spitting specs here on our speculation as in less than two weeks away from the Super Bowl. What does Frank Reich really care about? What is he really passionate about? It's God. It's religion. I mean, next up is Derek Carr. I mean, if we're just spitting specs, this is what we need to do. Who would be the combination that's most likely? Frank Reich would love to bring in Derek Carr for a chat. Two guys that love God, who love religion, who would kind of push that same message, right? Kind of keep that Frank Reich Reich is um, big time. Is a preacher? Big time. I didn't realize that either, but it fits. It, it does fit. And it, he is a big-time believer in all that. And so maybe Derek Carr is his guy. Yeah. Yeah. They just, go hard with Charlotte. Just, <laughs> they do go hard with Jesus and they Charlotte. They do, yeah. True. 100%. Remember, they almost lost the All-Star game going hard with Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> what year? 
<laughs> or at least some way that you, some, yeah. a, a way that in which you would maybe translate yes. the teachings of. The yes. similar, yeah. It was a similar group. <laughs> we're going hard for Jesus. They were going hard for Jesus. They were like. And they lost the All-Star game. They, yeah. Heck no, not in my bathroom. And then <laughs> that was Charlotte. That was. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what was the point you wanted to finish here, Stone? <laughs> Do you remember? I mean, it was just that Frank Wright loves God. Derek Carr loves so God, Derek right? Carr, if we're trying to dial in the spec show, I think that's where we start, at least with Carolina. A waste of everybody's time. Yeah. Just a waste, a of, waste everybody. of everybody. In a really sorry NFC South, though, right? If Tom yeah. Brady's going to leave, it's wide open, so you can do what you want. Even if Tom Brady stays, it's wide open. <laughs> it's, For it sure. was wide open this year with Tom Brady there. I mean, I guess of all these, when we come back, I just want to discuss which of these quarterbacks would be best. Of all these quarterbacks that could be available, which would be best to accept a backup job? Because I need to find a backup for Tua. And it needs to happen quickly mm-hmm. while we're still speculating. Mm-hmm. Which team's quarterback situation is the most must-watch this offseason? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBecca Live on ESPN 106.3. The first story at ESPN.com right now, the lead story. Ravens quarterback Huntley to Pro Bowl after two touchdown season. That's disrespectful. <laughs> well done from whoever wrote I that. I mean, that is disrespectful <laughs> as hell. Did, did Skip Bayless yeah. jump back into ESPN and write that yeah. headline? Did he, did he go over to Bristol? That is wild. Wild, whoever is in charge of that uh, that app. Ken LeVick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Let me tell you about EDS air conditioning. EDS is, yes, nothing disrespectful about them. In fact, they are nothing but respectful because they are trying to uh, make their appointment schedules around you and what you have going on, your life. They know you're busy. They know that you can't sit and be held hostage by uh, the AC company. That's why EDS Air Conditioning is, is who you should go to. EDS is, yes, edsairconditioning.com. They're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. They're using the best equipment. They are repairing your AC unit. They are fixing your vents. They are replacing AC units if you need it. They're trying to let you hit warranty on your existing AC units, trying to get you there, trying to save you money. That's the greatness of EDS Air Conditioning. They just care. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com and they're versatile. They handle your plumbing needs as well. They've been doing it since 2006 and they service Palm Beach County and surrounding areas. That's EDS Air Conditioning. EDSairconditioning.com. EDS is yes. EDS Air Conditioning. Uh, the the quarterbacks that could be available, just as we go through these sweepstakes here, that could be a two a backup, because you guys would agree that the Dolphins are in no position to just get your traditional backup. You actually need somebody who can play the quarterback position in a starting role because, you, I hate to say it, and it sounds disrespectful, but it's true. How can you say that you feel confident is going to be able to give you a 17-game season? He hasn't done it. And with the multiple concussions this year and the back problems, no, no, then you just don't you you don't 
really think and expect that he's going to play 17 games. So back to, problems though. To, yeah, back problems. Yeah, yeah, he had, he had back uh, problems. Did that ever? Did that flare up this year? At a certain point? Yeah, it, it, it flared up in the Buffalo game, remember? Okay, I his, his back was hurting his him. Back. It was the Buffalo Bills. When he yeah. fell, yeah. He fell and his, and he, his, his back hurt him. He hit his head. I guess it might have vibrated through his Yeah, spine. no, it was his back. He was okay. he was having uh, balance problems because of his back. And then the next week against Cincinnati is when yeah. he suffered the first concussion. Then oh. against the Packers was the second concussion. That makes sense. Right, I just want to make sure we're on the same page yeah. here. Um, so, it, Teddy Bridgewater was a nice thought. But it's clear that Teddy's best days are well, well, well behind Teddy. That ended up not going well. And you had to rely way too much on Skylar Thompson than you would have liked. And he's not it. He ain't it. He got to go. So, I mean, you you swear, Stone, you don't think that – you think Derek Carr is going to be in enough demand that he's not going to have any – he's not going to be in a position to have to accept a backup job. Yeah, I don't think we've seen that big of a fall from grace from being in contract. I mean, he was bad, bad this year at times. For sure, but remember the season before that, it was all the contract negotiations, right, and having to pay this man, and that was the whole discussion being had in Vegas, and now we're not even a season removed, and he's now a backup quarterback. Like, it's just, I don't think it's ever been done before. If it's not Baker Mayfield, which was the only one, and that one seems like an outlier, like a guy going from very high, high, and then being in the most threatening division in all of football to now being a backup quarterback sitting behind guys like Tua. Come on. Would Jimmy G accept a backup spot? I I don't know. Just seeing how that appeared to be on the outs because of that yeah. with the 49ers. But I don't know. I'd love to have Jimmy G as a backup option. Here's the thing, He knows too. McDaniel. I was going to say, if he wants to hang out with Mike McDaniel and be on the ready and he's okay getting paid a certain amount of money, then yeah, he's more viable than I think Derek Carr. And if you date porn stars like Jimmy G does, yeah. I mean, there's no better place mm. than being centralized in, in South Florida. Spitting specs. That's a spec. I mean, he could ride around on the bus and do the whole thing. Yeah. It, Jimmy, what, what bus? The bus. Okay. You know the bus I'm talking about. All right, that's what I was just making sure, because we're talking about porn stars and then the bus. Mm-hmm. The bus. Make sure. Okay, cool. We know it is the bus in these parts. <laughs> so Jimmy G. That's what they're naming the uh, Miami Heat Arena. So oh. per mm-hmm. speculation. Mm-hmm. Oh, not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not bad. All right. Well, let's get back to Jimmy G. You know, before minds divert. Yeah, uh, no, what I really think, though, is if you're a head coach in the, foot, in the National Football League and you're trying to bring in Jimmy G as your starter, what you're also saying is – I'm better with quarterbacks than Kyle Shanahan, is it not? Well, it would make sense then. Then the disciple of Kyle Shanahan thinks that he can bring Jimmy Garoppolo in and can as a backup. help him succeed as a backup. So as a backup, it makes sense. But I think it takes a lot of guts for a coach in the, in the NFL to, to bring in Jimmy G on the heels of him being in San Francisco because what's going to happen immediately if you start the season 2-6 and six and Jimmy G doesn't look like the Jimmy G in San Francisco? They're going to be like, oh, this coach just isn't able to get out of Jimmy G what Kyle Shanahan did. It's it's almost like a lose-lose situation bringing in Jimmy G. I do like the idea of bringing him into Miami as a backup. That's the most premier backup quarterback spot for guys that want to play, like is the Miami Dolphins. That's going to be the quickest jumping-off point probably. Unfortunately, I hate to say it, yeah. that would get you into a starting role. You can you can almost assure that quarterback that you're bringing in to be two as backup, two or three starts, and a chance, honestly, to, to maybe even commandeer the job if it's a longer-term term injury or if in those two or three starts they show out. Like, if it is Jimmy G and they go, like, 3-0 and with him, I can see that being a thing. I don't know. Uh, let's go to Damon in Delray. What's up, Damon? 
Hey, what's up, gang? How's it going, buddy? Thanks for taking me. Um, there's something else, in my opinion, to consider here with Tua. And I love the kid, all right? But there's two things to consider. Um, the way that the NFL, rightfully so, has been getting murdered over these guys with concussions and ignoring them and underpaying out and all that, it, he might be like, I don't know if teams will want him. Or, you know, including Miami, because you just said the two that he had right next to each other, that first one was a scary one, you know, and he can pass protocol, but God forbid if something happens with this guy, like a DeMar Hamlet, not that, but, you know, another type of a head injury and, you know, oh, he should have never been on the field anyway, they could be looking legally at, you know, a, a catastrophe public relations-wise and otherwise. So, you know, that might be a reason that, you know, a lot of teams, including Miami, uh, are not going to want him, um, you know, out there for the risk. Damon, appreciate it. We're up against it. The Dolphins have come out already and said that Tua, Tua is the guy. Yeah. Tua is going to be their quarterback next year. And they don't really have a choice. And uh, they're doing all the, the right things to make sure that he has a clean bill of health. The brain is completely healthy before the season begins. And so, yeah, the NFL, probably sketchy, we know, like trying to cut corners, all that stuff. But in this spot right now, the way the Dolphins have handled this is why Tua didn't get rushed back for the postseason. Because the Dolphins said, all right, we're shutting this whole thing down. Yeah. Like, it's just not going to happen. They're taking advice of doctors. Um but he's going to be the Dolphins' quarterback. Yeah. He's going to be the Dolphins' quarterback. No bones about it. Yeah. Uh, when we return here on Kendall Vick Alive, Theo Dorsey, he scours the social media, and he has some of the best and worst of the bird app when we come back. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Kendall Vick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Great. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. The first story at ESPN.com right now, the lead story. Ravens quarterback Huntley to Pro Bowl after two touchdown season. That's disrespectful. <laughs> well done from whoever wrote I that. I mean, that is disrespectful <laughs> as hell. Did, did Skip Bayless yeah. jump back into ESPN and write that yeah. headline? Did he, did he go over to Bristol? That is wild. Wild whoever is in charge of that uh, that app. Ken LeVick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Let me tell you about EDS air conditioning. EDS is, yes, nothing disrespectful about them. In fact, they are nothing but respectful because they are trying to uh, make their appointment schedules around you and what you have going on, your life. They know you're busy. They know that you can't sit and be held hostage by uh, the AC company. That's why EDS Air Conditioning is, is who you should go to. EDS is, yes, edsairconditioning.com. They're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. They're using the best equipment. They are repairing your AC unit. They are fixing your vents. They are replacing AC units if you need it. They're trying to let you hit warranty on your existing AC units, trying to get you there, trying to save you money. That's the greatness of EDS Air Conditioning. They just care. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com and they're versatile. They handle your plumbing needs as well. They've been doing it since 2006. 
And they service Palm Beach County and surrounding areas. That's EDS Air Conditioning, edsairconditioning.com. EDS is yes, EDS Air Conditioning. Uh, the the quarterbacks that could be available, just as we go through these sweepstakes here, that could be a two-a backup, because you guys would agree that the Dolphins are in no position to just get your traditional backup. You actually need somebody who can play the quarterback position in a starting role because you, I hate to say it, and it sounds disrespectful, but it's true. How can you say that you feel confident Tua is going to be able to give you a 17-game season? He hasn't done it. And can't, can't. with the multiple concussions this year and the back problems, no, no. then you just don't you, – you don't – really think and expect that he's going to play 17 games. So Back t- problems, though? T- yeah, that- back problems. Yeah, 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 he had back problems. Did that ever – did that flare up this year at a certain point? Yeah, it, it, it flared up in the Buffalo game, remember? Okay, I, his, I his back was hurting his him. Back. It was the Buffalo Bills. When he yeah. fell, yeah. He fell. And his, and he, his, his back hurt him. He hit his head. I guess it might have vibrated through his Yeah, no, he, it was his back. He was okay. he was having uh, balance problems because of his back. And then the next week against Cincinnati is when yeah. he suffered the first concussion. Then oh. against the Packers was the second concussion. That makes sense. Right, I just want to make sure we're on the same page here. Um so, it, Teddy Bridgewater was a nice thought, but it's clear that Teddy's best days are well, well, well behind Teddy. That ended up not going well. And you had to rely way too much on Skylar Thompson than you would have liked. Ooh, ooh. And he's not it. Yeah, no. He ain't it. He got to go. So, I mean, you, you swear, Stone, you don't think that – you think Derek Carr is going to be in enough demand that he's not going to have – and he, he's not going to be in a position to have to accept a backup job. Yeah, I don't think we've seen that big of a fall from grace from being in contract. I mean, he was bad, bad this year at times. For sure, but remember the season before that, it was all the contract negotiations, right, and having to pay this man, and that was the whole discussion being had in Vegas, and now we're not even a season removed, and he's now a backup quarterback. Like, it's just, I don't think it's ever been done before. If it's not Baker Mayfield, which was the only one, and that one seems like an outlier, like a guy going from very high, high, and then being in the most threatening division in all of football to now being a backup quarterback sitting behind guys like Tua? Come on. Would Jimmy G accept a backup spot? I, I don't know. Just seeing how that appeared to be on the outs because of that yeah. with the 49ers. But I don't know. I'd love to have Jimmy G as a backup option. Here's the thing, He knows too. McDaniel. I was going to say, if he wants to hang out with Mike McDaniel and be on the ready and he's okay getting paid a certain amount of money, then yeah, he's more viable than I think Derek Carr. And if you date porn stars like Jimmy G does, yeah. I mean, there's no better place mm. than being centralized in, in South Florida. Spitting huh? specs. That's, that's a spec. I mean, he can ride around on the bus and do the whole thing. Yeah. It, Jimmy, what, what bus? The bus. Okay. You know the bus I'm talking about. All right, about. that's what I was just making sure because we're talking about porn stars and then the bus. Mm-hmm. The bus. Make sure. Okay, cool. We know so, it is the bus in these parts. <laughs> so Jimmy G. That's what they're naming the uh, Miami Heat Arena. So oh. per mm-hmm. speculation. Mm-hmm. Oh, not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not bad. All right. Well, let's get back to Jimmy G. You know, before right. minds divert. Yeah, uh, no, what I really think, though, is if you're a head coach in the, foot, in the National Football League and you're trying to bring in Jimmy G as your starter, what you're also saying is – I'm better with quarterbacks than Kyle Shanahan, is it not? Well, it would make sense then. Then the disciple of Kyle Shanahan thinks that he can bring Jimmy Garoppolo in and can as a backup. help him succeed as a backup. So as a backup, it makes sense. But I think it takes a lot of guts for a coach in the, in the NFL to, to bring in Jimmy G on the heels of him being in San Francisco because what's going to happen immediately if you start the season 2-6 and six and Jimmy G doesn't look like 
the Jimmy G in San Francisco. They're going to be like, oh, this coach just isn't able to get out of Jimmy G what Kyle Shanahan did. It's it's almost like a lose-lose situation bringing in Jimmy G. I do like the idea of bringing him into Miami as a backup. That's the most premier backup quarterback spot for guys that want to play, like, is the Miami Dolphins. That's going to be the quickest jumping-off point, probably. Unfortunately, I hate to say it, yeah. that would get you into a starting role. You can you can almost assure that quarterback that you're bringing in to be two as backup, two or three starts, and a chance, honestly, to, to maybe even commandeer the job if it's a longer-term term injury or if in those two or three starts they show out. Like, if it is Jimmy G and they go, like, 3-0 and o with him, I can see that being a thing. I don't know. Uh, let's go to Damon in Delray. What's up, Damon? Hey, what's up, gang? How's it going, buddy? Thanks for taking me. Um, there's something else, in my opinion, to consider here with Tua. And I love the kid, all right? But there's two things to consider. Um, the way that the NFL, rightfully so, has been getting murdered over these guys with concussions and ignoring them and underpaying out and all that. He might be like, I don't know if teams will want him, or, you know, including Miami, because you just said the two that he had right next to each other, that first one was a scary one, you know, and he can pass protocol, but God forbid if something happens with this guy, like a DeMar Hamlet, not that, but, you know, another type of a head injury and, you know, oh, he should have never been on the field anyway. They could be looking legally at, you know, a, a catastrophe, public relations-wise and otherwise. So, you know, that might be a reason that, you know, a lot of teams, including Miami, uh, are not going to want him, um, you know, out there for the risk. Damon, appreciate it. We're up against it. The Dolphins have come out already and said to, uh, to is the guy. Yeah. Two is going to be their quarterback next year. And they don't really have a choice. And uh, they're doing all the the right things to make sure that he has a clean bill of health. The brain is completely healthy before the season begins. And so, yeah, the NFL, probably sketchy. We know, like trying to cut corners, all that stuff. But in this spot right now, the way the Dolphins have handled this is why Tua didn't get rushed back for the postseason. Because the Dolphins said, all right, we're shutting this whole thing down. Yeah. Like it's just not going to happen. They're taking advice of doctors, um, but he's going to be the Dolphins' quarterback. Yeah, he's going to be the Dolphins' quarterback. No bones about it. Yeah. Uh, when we return here on Ken Levick Alive, Theo Dorsey he scours the social media, and he has some of the best and worst of the bird app. When we come back, he's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel Five, WFLX Fox Twenty Nine. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN One Hundred Six Three.